0: The Kingstown Communion is a new United Methodist Church existing to gather people into communion with Jesus Christ through courageous conversation, creative community, and collaborating for the common good. For more information about upcoming events and opportunities to serve, visit our Facebook page, facebook.com. So according to a 2019 Pew Research study, most Americans self-identify as Christians. But the study also found that 6 in 10 American adults accept alongside of Christianity at least one of a variety of New Age spirituality beliefs. And, And these beliefs include reincarnation, astrology, psychics and the presence of energy in physical objects like crystals or cards. This study found that in fact 6 in 10 American adults and 6 in 10 Christians the the statistic didn't change at all for Christians. It was the same. 6 in 10 accept and and believe in at least one of these four main tenets of new age spirituality, reincarnation, astrology, psychics, and and the presence of energy in physical objects. At the same time though, this 2019 study determined that these new age beliefs are not necessarily replacing traditional Christian beliefs and practices. While six in 10 Christians were found to accept these new age beliefs, 8 in 10 Christians said that they believe in God as described in the Bible and in his son Jesus Christ. And, and just to be clear, <laughs> so no one assumes, no one makes assumptions about who these 6 and 10 are, that they're really Christians. That are super, this you know, bunch of super liberal Christians. No acceptance of New Age beliefs in reincarnation and astrology and psychics and the presence of energy and physical objects. These stats showed that even 50% of conservative evangelical Christians and seven in ten Catholics and Protestants in mainline denominations like Methodists or Episcopalians or Lutherans or or Presbyterians and in the historically black church accept these beliefs as well. 50% of, of evangelical Christians 7 in 10 Catholics. And of course this 2019 study also acknowledged that That New Age spirituality is affirmed by those who identify in some way, shape, or form rights non-religious or religiously unaffiliated, whether they call themselves atheists or agnostics or there was actually a category on on this survey called nothing in particular. (laughs) About 50% of this wide and growing group of people this religiously unaffiliated group accepted also one at least one of these four tenets of new age spirituality and among youth and college age young adults the study found that 90 percent of those between 16 and 25 years old 98 percent of those in that category whose parents identify as practicing christians believed in at least one, but often all, of these new age beliefs, noting that that answers from those 16 to 25 year olds about the Christian faith and new age beliefs were often super inarticulate and lacking religious literacy and significantly confused and mixed up what is christian beliefs and what is new age beliefs so that they were all just one and the same to them the most intriguing thing i think about this study is how it showed that christians were more likely to believe in these tenets of new age spirituality reincarnation astrology psychics and energy in physical objects christians were we're more likely to believe in these things than non-christians which is why this is the first question we are tackling this winter in this series ask me anything where you can indeed ask anything we're tackling this either because a significant number of you believe in these things maybe you find value in daily horoscopes or you participate in, in practices of of chakra and 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 mind and world clearing tapping into energies in the center of the body and various places through yoga and meditation or maybe you you burn sage or other oils and herbs in this ritualistic purification of your home or your life or you collect crystals because of their their beauty beautiful stones for their healing or you have You've had someone, maybe even you've had someone speak into your life, some kind of supernatural word about decisions you've made or the future that have helped to make you make decisions on going after that. Whatever it is, this question was asked by three of you on on our, 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 our where we are collecting questions, and so that means it's important to you. Maybe you have incorporated these things in your life or you have been told that these practices are sinful and satanic and that christians are to reject them at every turn because they do not glorify the god of jesus christ and move you into dangerous worlds of idolatry maybe you've been told that as one of you quoted <laughs> grandma you quoted grandma this week as you asked your question um, he said he said that grandma always says meditation is bad because when your mind is blank when it's when your mind is black, that's when the devil gets in there. I love a good grandma quote. Bless our grandmas, right? But maybe maybe it's it's both or all of these things. Maybe whether you have practiced these beliefs or rejected them, you have done so largely confused. <laughs> on where the church stands on such things and how Christians should view New Age spirituality. Or maybe some of you are surprised that this is even a question that we are tackling (laughs) and all that comes to mind for you when you hear the term New Age are old documentaries of hippies at Woodstock experimenting with LSD and yoga or Shirley MacLaine holding a, a cluster of crystals on the cover of Time Magazine in the 80s. Or Deepak Chopra teaching Oprah how to, to move things with her mind in the 90s. And, and you're just coming to grips with the fact, some of you might just be coming to grips with the fact that the, the old psychic hotline of the 80s has now been replaced by winsome hipster gurus who have traded robes for skinny jeans now. The reality is that, as, and the study confirmed it, is that new age beliefs have been woven into the Christian life. It's been woven into to the way we see our faith and the way we practice our faith and then to the way that we seek to encounter God and the way that people find wholeness of body and mind and gain strength to live out their faith in the world so whether or not i believe in reincarnation or psychics or crystals it doesn't quite matter because these things are here to stay and so what i'm not going to do today is condemn any one of these practices individually as sinful or satanic i don't think that's what i'm here for i'm not going to tell you, that you must reject them and turn from your wicked ways. What my job is as the resident theologian of the Kingstown communion is to set the theology of, of new age beliefs and the practices alongside the theology and, and beliefs of, of the Christian faith so that we as Christians can 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 find some kind of truth together today so all of these new age practices on the spectrum from yoga and meditation which feels probably the easiest to digest for all of us um, you know to to burning incense and collecting stones and crystals to the belief in karma and all the way to 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 psychic readings they all are a bit of a package deal and they hold within them a a particular theology of who God is and who we are as humans. It doesn't mean that the the theology that you derive from them is this one. It It doesn't mean that that's what you actually believe. Maybe you just think yoga is relaxing, or horoscopes are fun, or crystals are beautiful, or incense and oils are healing. It doesn't mean that, that that is the theology that you derive from them, but there is an intended theology, an intended understanding about God and humanity within them. And, and this theology can, can be basically summed up like this. All people are inherently divine. And our only problem is our failure to remember our divinity, our inherent goodness. And so self-empowerment and self-realization of our divinity is the crucial step that we all must take for enlightenment. For self-enlightenment is, is our salvation. Once we are enlightened about who we are and have become aware of our in, inherent divinity, we can and and should live into and multiply that goodness or we will not receive back that goodness and return in this life or the next. Jesus then is this great role model for us because Jesus is someone who attained enlightenment by realizing and connecting to his divinity and did, did good in the world. It's quite the summary of of new age theology but it it applies to all pieces of it to yoga and meditation are for enlightenment and crystals and and chakra energy centers of the divine and sage to dispel that which is not good that which is evil so that we might reap what what is good psychics to help remind us of our divinity and help us make good decisions that will multiply good in the future you see how this theology is at work and no wonder right no wonder it gets so easily incorporated into Christian faith in fact the the majority of you if I asked what it meant what it means to be a Christian your answer would be something like it it means you got to be a good person Which brings me to our scripture today. Did you hear it as as Phoebe read for us? Paul says that, that salvation, it doesn't come from self enlightenment. No, it comes by the power of God for those who believe, to Jew and Gentile, to Sunday school teacher and yoga enthusiast, to Methodist pastor and crystal collector, for, for righteousness, here, holiness, divinity, is by faith, but not your faith, not your righteousness, but the faith and righteousness of the perfect one, Jesus Christ. And there is, there is no difference between Jew and Gentile, Christian and spiritually, spiritual but not religious, right? For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, and we may be (laughs) and are invited to be justified and redeemed and made new and enlightened, saved by his grace, not by following Jesus' example of connecting with, with the divine and seeking to do good in the world, but by presenting ourselves as sinful And in need of healing before the perfect and living God, by whose suffering and atonement for our sins, we are able to find the wholeness that we seek. Notice the difference in the language here. One way says you are divine and and your only problem is you don't remember your divinity. The other says just you alone without God you're broken and you are sinful you you do the things you ought not to do and you don't do the things you you ought to do says Paul you 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 left to your own devices and seeking only your will you will you will crash and burn But the grace of Jesus Christ, who who conquered sin and death to be with you, by that grace you are redeemed and made new and called into this new way of being in the world. One says you are divine already. Connect to that divinity. Salvation comes when you remember your goodness. Do good so good can, can come back to you. The other says, God made you good and celebrated your goodness and you chose to pervert the good to break the perfect to turn from the divine and to do it your way but this God never once stopped loving you and chasing after you and salvation comes when you acknowledge how you've forsaken God and God's way and turn toward the one who suffered to set you free. Who, though you are undeserving, redeems the mess you've created and makes you righteous, calling you to live out that righteousness in goodness and mercy, not because it will come back to you, no, but because this God is worthy of that and so much more. Do you see the difference in these theologies? And do you see how, how New Age theology so easily weaves, wiggles its way into Christian theology? The problem with New Age beliefs and practices is not the practices themselves. It is the danger of beginning to believe that you are without sin without need of God's grace. It's the danger of beginning to believe that evil is something outside of you that you must burn away rather than at war with the goodness that is in you every single day. It's, it's the danger of believing that all it means to be a Christian is, is to be a good person Where religion is easy and and goodness always comes back to those who do good. Rather than, than it being ever connected to the suffering and sacrifice of Jesus Christ that we are invited into through daily dying and being raised with Christ anew, a way of life that is never easy, ever easy, but is also good. And it is the danger of believing that you that you are good, so much so that you forget that you are a sinner or or that your goodness isn't yours. But Christ in you, the God whose goodness sought you out, without reciprocity, when you when you continued to turn away, if you forsake these dangers, which are Dangers for all of us, really, let's be honest. Not just those of us who meditate or burn sage or collect crystals. If if you forsake these dangers, then as St. Francis of Assisi wrote, the magnitude of things clearly manifests the wisdom and goodness of the triune God, who by power and presence and essence exists, In all things. God is is within all things, but not enclosed. Outside all things, but not excluded. Above all things, but not aloof. Below all things, but not debased. God whose center is everywhere and whose circumference is nowhere. If you forsake these dangers, all the world is Christ's. So let your practices be a window, not into an elevated self, but into the eyes and hands and and wounds of the crucified Christ. I offer this to you in the name of God the Father, in the name of Christ his Son, in the name of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Would you pray with me? God, we are people who find that new age theology it's it's intriguing. It's it's easier. It, it it's easier to to, to say that I don't have anything to work on in myself. I just gotta be enlightened to to the perfect person I already am it's it's quite convincing and it wiggles its way in and basically makes you and Jesus makes you unnecessary and so today God we ask that you would shine a light into our faith into the practices whether they are these practices we've named or any others into the way we live our life into the way we interact with the church into the way we, we, we spend our weekends into the way we we live daily and we evaluate So, what theology does, does it speak to? Does it, do our lives reflect the God who says we are all sinners saved by grace? Does what we believe reflect the God and Jesus who lived that on the cross? This is what matters. And in every way, God, that it does not, dig in there and scrape it out. We join today with Jesus, our righteousness, our goodness, the one who sets us free Amen. Amen. During this series, each week, Brett and the band, or Brett and Gina, are going to introduce us to a new song that gives us a lens, gives us a lens into, into the God we talk about as we answer this question, and, and you sang that song already, um, this new song, Hymn of the Ages. I, I want you to sing it again now. But sing it now as a prayer. Sing it with this new, new understanding of who God is and who you are. Sing it as a window into, into the Christ that we worship, the Christ we serve. And as you do that, would you, would you consider giving during this time? You will see the various ways to give on the screen. We're always grateful. At the table of the Lord